after buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. After Buzz TV, starting place to the likes of WWE female superstars Kathy Kelly, Sonya Deville, and Zelina Vega proudly presents Women's Wrestling Weekly, the world's first podcast and YouTube series dedicated exclusively to women's wrestling, featuring all the latest news as well as interviews with top superstars in the industry. And now, AfterBuzz TV's own gorgeous lady of wrestling, TK Trinidad. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're watching Women's Wrestling Weekly, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. My name is TK Trinidad, a.k.a. the Canadian Assassin. And Evan T. Mack is out saving crime, fighting crime, all that good stuff. But he will be back next week. However, that's not going to stop us from having a great show. Now, this lady has been on the show last year. This is her second time coming on, but I'm so excited. We have so much to talk about. She is now an NXT superstar and fellow Canadian, please welcome Chelsea Green. Yay! Yay! How are you doing? I'm so good. Life is crazy, right? Yes! You had like a phenomenal 2018, 2019. So let's just kind of like go, we'll go like a little bit like chronologically. So uh, 2018, um, let's start off with Lucha Underground. Oh my gosh, we haven't even spoken about that. Yes. That is crazy to me. Like, I feel like my whole life happened in 2018. Yeah. I had so much go down and I was actually sitting in LA in a coffee shop um, when I got a call from Lucha Underground and they wanted me to, you know, I had had a little tryout match and they wanted me to come back and have a main event match against Pentagon. Oh my gosh crazy so how did so how was it i mean lucha underground is amazing as far as you know television meets wrestling um so how was that experience when you saw it put together i had no idea what i was getting into i'm really good friends with you know fellow canadian taya valkyrie yes um so she kind of like gave me the lowdown a little bit but you can't you can't even begin to describe what the locker room is like it's so cool Mm -hmm. um I don't know if it's like all the Mexicans that just make it real chill and like a really good vibe, but they've got like some beer back there for after your match. Oh, wow. They have good food, they have couches, um, and it's very much everyone. It doesn't matter whether you're male or female, everyone is kind of there hanging out together and a family. So when I walked in, I was very nervous and they totally just took me in. And and let me be a part of their family for that week or two. Yeah, yeah, because um, most of the people, I won't give any names, but most of the people that I've had on the show from Lucha have been absolutely amazing. Ty has been yeah. on the show a couple times and, you know, also Phil. Yeah, all the Canadians are, are always great. Um, but Obviously. really, really, really great show. But here's the kind of the serious question. Some of the wrestlers have been having issues with Lucha as far as contracts and stuff like that. What was your contract like? Was it just like, OK, you're going to just do this main thing and then you're completely out? Or was there any issues? So I got really lucky. I didn't have to sign a contract. Um, And I wasn't willing to because I wasn't willing to sign my life away. You know, I was 27 years old 
and I didn't want to sign a three to seven year deal. Wow. And, and that's what I was being offered. And, and I felt so lucky. Like I, I kept jumping back and forth in my head. Do I do it? Do I not do it? You know, because any girl in the wrestling industry would jump at that opportunity. But I, I just knew that there was something else around the corner for me and I wanted to wait. Um, so I just went in there. Essentially I did two weeks and that was it. Like the contract wow. was like, you're just going to come in, you're going to have a couple matches and then we'll talk about a, a longer contract when we're done and we'll see how you do and, and how you enjoy Lucha. And I think they hoped that that would kind of sway my decision on right. signing a contract, but I knew in my heart, I was like, I am set. I'm going to take all the opportunities I can get in 2018 and I'm not going to jump on anything like I had done in the past. Yeah. So I was good, but I know like, you know, now, now Ricochet is at um, NXT and there's so many other people who have been through that contract ordeal yep. and man, that's stressful. I'm so glad it's not me. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy because it might've prolonged what later happened that year. Cause I'm assuming, cause they filmed last year in February, 2018, I think it was like yeah. February, March. So yeah, mine was mine was around March. Mine was kind of at the end, and I so I got to uh, be around for like the season wrap party. Oh, nice! Oh, there, yeah. there you go. So now, fast forward, you have like All In, which is in September. Amazing match. So it was you, Britt Baker, uh, Madison Rain, and Tessa Blanchard. So how was that? How was the setup getting to getting to that? What, like, was there a phone call? It's like this is what you guys are going to do, or do you want to do this? Okay, so the funny thing is, is obviously I don't want to say I get anything because of the person that I'm with, but Matt and Cody are best friends. Mm -hmm. So I really, really was in a weird situation where like I wanted the opportunity so bad, but I didn't want to ask him and have him feel like he had to right. because Matt's his best friend. So I really, really held off. I kept waiting and waiting and just letting him know like once a month I'd be like, hey, just wanted to let you know um, I really want to be a part of All In. You know, if there's any opportunity that comes up, I'll take it. And I kept, like, planting little seeds here and there. Um, and then I remember they were just about to announce the women's match. Mm -hmm. And Cody texted me. And we had not had a conversation about, you know, like, oh, you're going to be on the show. You're going to be in this match. Nothing. He um, texted me, hey, send me a promo picture um, so when I release that you're in the match, uh, I can put a picture with it. What? <laughs> I was like, I remember, I remember where I was driving because I was down the road and I looked at my phone. I'm like, oh my God. Uh, That's like a pullover moment. You have to like read it, read it again. Yes. I'm like, oh my God. Uh, uh, and I'm like trying to find promo pictures like in my phone, just like send them anything, but don't send them anything. And you have brown hair now, but your promo pictures are blonde. And I was so, it was like very dramatic in my own head, but not dramatic at all. He just kind of told me like that like didn't really tell me didn't really ask me right just, just kind of did it okay all right well I mean that's good that's good news and now you get to the match itself what was that like I mean the crowd looked amazing um the pictures oh. of like you guys when you were done was it's just everybody was standing up and it was it was a feeling of no longer women female wrestlers being like an afterthought or this is time to get popcorn. It was like people were legitimately watching this match and seeing good quality wrestling, which you know female wrestlers are capable of. Yes, and that was our goal going into it. So we went into it and we knew like we're going balls to the walls no matter what. Um, and I knew Tessa was like that. I knew Britt was like that. But we hadn't spoken to Madison Rain all that much. And like 
Madison's been wrestling for 10,000 years. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so I was like, okay, okay, we're going to have to get Madison on board with, you know, doing crazy stuff. But she was on the same train. So mm-hmm. when we all met the night before and chatted about it and had some wine, um, it all just kind of came together. And, and I can't even tell you, like, the way that that crowd treated us, uh-huh. I feel like we gave something to the crowd, but the crowd gave so much to us because they reacted to every single thing that we had hoped that they'd react to, but tenfold, like so much better than I could have imagined. And, and we did go in there thinking, you know, everyone is bowing down to these WWE girls, but we need to show that we can do the same thing. Mm -hmm. You know, we're just not on the same platform, right? But this is our platform. So now we have to do it because we can't be all talk. Like now we got to walk the walk. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was a lot of pressure and all of us, um, were kind of standing backstage. We were going over it and talking to each other in the bathroom, um, of the locker room. Cause it was the only place we could think. Right. Uh, we were like in the showers trying to go over <laughs> it. And then at one point we all just went like, what, what is going on? Like we're, we're about to go out there and do the biggest and best show that we've ever been in and possibly will ever be in. Like it was, it's such a crazy moment. And I'm so glad that at the end of that match, we have those pictures together um, because, you know, it didn't matter who won right. or who lost. I, none of us cared. We all were like, we, we planned the match and we did not plan a finish. And we waited and waited and really? waited and we got the finish that day. So it, we were just like so excited to be able to do this. And it was us four and there was no bad blood. And it just like everything went off without a hitch. So let me get this straight. So you found out, Cody, you know, texts you and you said you're going to be in the match. The night before the match, you guys sip over some wine and discuss the match. And the day of the match, you guys are huddled in a shower <laughs> to figure out the match. And there was no kind of clear of, okay, what's going to happen at the end? You guys are going to go with the flow. That's like the sign to me as, as like true, like you guys were all on it and, and on top of your game because I feel like we, it, there's... we definitely were all we were all ready for whatever was thrown at us yeah. like no matter what we're like this has to succeed for for women's wrestling for indie wrestling this has to succeed yeah because if there is somebody who was inexperienced and not as um you know qualified as you for you know something could have gone wrong so oh, it was yeah. like the Especially perfect combination. Under that much pressure. Yeah. It was an amazing match. So that was a high in itself. And then I think a couple weeks later, it was announced that uh, you are part of WWE NXT, almost like the graduations, like when they put those pictures, it's like, oh, yeah, you made it through. You are now officially stamped. What was that news? How did that happen? Yeah. And I actually knew. Um, I knew that All In was going to be my last indie match. Um, but I couldn't tell anyone. So like, I kind of told a couple people, um, and, but I really just like, I wanted so badly to, to let everyone like in the crowd know, like, oh my God, this is it. But I couldn't obviously. Um, but I had been contacted around the summer. Um, yeah, kind of around July, uh, or whenever the Mae Young Classic was, we were hoping that I would be signed and be in the Mae Young Classic. Right. But I kept having visa issues. Really? 
it just was not happening. And you know, like the Canadian coming into American th thing, it's, it's really tough. So I had visa issues um, up until like end of September. But wait, weren't you, aren't so, you living in the US though? Yes, but I didn't have a visa. I was just living here like for, I had a visa with impact and then I had a visa for a little bit after that. Um, but oh, I didn't have a visa gotcha. for like, you know, we, th that process takes so long. Oh, and yeah. We had already started it in the summer, but we had to continue to push my start, my start date back like three times. Oh my God. So yeah. I ended up starting in October, but was supposed to start earlier than that. But I had said to WWE, look, there's, there's, um, a couple of things that I just can't get out of. Mm -hmm. So I cannot start before September 1st. Yeah, yeah, that the whole immigration, like we can talk offline about that. It's just a, a nightmare. But you it is. got it, and you're signed. So what? What was like your first day at the performance center? What was that like? And when? When did that take place? So that was beginning of October. That was the first week of October, I believe. My first day was around the sixth or the seventh. Um, and oh my gosh, I was so nervous. I was nervous because I felt like you know, just coming off of all in, I had not a target on my back, but like, I really had to perform mm -hmm. because I just had this amazing match and now I'm coming in and, you know, like we're doing all these new drills and things I don't know how to do really. Um, but I was, uh, all I could do was try my best, but first day at the performance center, they put me straight into a class and straight into training, Oh wow! no orientation, nothing. And I was the only girl who started that day. Oh, really? Yeah. So, because you, this is not your first go round, you had a you had a this was it a tryout before, right? I've had a couple tryouts, and then um, I've worked in the rings during Tough Enough. And then, I mean, some other indie uh, indie folks were also in in that kind of camp with you. So you had Mia Yim was in there as well, kind of when you started. She had started about a month or a month and a half before me. Oh, okay. So she was like just feeling comfortable when I got there. So it was nice to have her there, mm -hmm. but she wasn't the new girl with me. Okay, They gotcha. just had to wait to announce her till they had a class full enough. Nice. So yeah. then you get there and it's like there's certain things that you don't necessarily know, but you kind of go straight into the classes. And then you do realize based off of all the stuff that you've done before with Impact and, you know, through the indies that, you know, like you have, you have it. Yeah, and I mean, every day at the Performance Center, we're learning something new. So there really is no shame in, in failing. Like, right. who cares if you can't do a roll or you can't do a drill? I laugh at myself. I cannot cartwheel. I have not been able to cartwheel since, like, I was five. How is and that possible? That I, like, me and my sister have laughed about this forever. But in drills, we do a cartwheel. So guess what? I'm going to do my best damn cartwheel. So do you have your cartwheel down now? Nope. No, no, it's bad. And we still laugh at every single day that I roll. Deanna laughs at me. I mean, I, I find that hard to believe because one, if you guys are not on Chelsea's Instagram, her Instagram is, is motivational. Um, she's in swimsuits and bikinis and, you know, <laughs> buns out, guns out. They're amazing. And you just told me that you came from the gym. So it's like, I feel like if I could do a cartwheel, then you should be able to do a cartwheel too. I'm just, I'm just saying there. Maybe it's, it's in coming. Theory, yes. Yes, I should be able to. <laughs> so what's, what's your gym routine like? That's why I also wanted to ask. Well, it's changed a little now because now I'm, I'm in therapy and rehab for my wrist. Um, but I mean... Now, are you talking gym routine at the PC or in regular life? Uh, let's do both. So let's say gym routine at the PC. So 
a regular day at the PC is usually two hours in the ring and one hour in the gym. Um, I tend to do the ring and then if we don't have to be at gym, I'll go home and I'll do gym on my own because at the PC, it's, it's very much like a kind of a team workout. Mm -hmm. And I prefer, I'm, I'm like, I go to the gym, I put my headphones on. I don't talk to anyone. I don't look at anyone. I don't make a nice face to anyone. (laughs) So like I'm, I prefer that, but sometimes what I'll do is I'll, I'll go and I'll do the PC workout and then I'll go home and I'll go to the gym and I'll do my own kind of workout as well. So, I mean, um, no matter what, like we're always working out now that we're, I'm with NXT, um, because you're always doing something physical, whether it's in the gym or in the ring, you know, you're always doing a bit of cardio, but of course with my wrist now, it's a little different because I can't get in the ring and I won't be in the ring for another couple weeks, I think. Um, so it's just me on my own in the gym. Yeah. But it looks like you have the, cause you had the brace on for a while, a couple months. Yeah. I had the brace on for six weeks. Okay. So yeah. now it's off, and then it's off. have you been cleared, or are they still doing some tests? We're still we're still working on um, getting my wrist mobility back, and uh, and then we go in the ring and we start rolling around, and then you get cleared. Okay, so that essentially happened on your like your first match at Full Sail, and like how did that happen? Because I think you uh, I think you tweeted or you posted on Instagram that you knew like halfway through the match. So, like, how did yeah. that happen, and what was your thought process when you was like, oh, something, something's wrong here? Well, something similar happened to me in India. Um, at the beginning of my first match in India, I broke my collarbone, and um, I told the ref, but there's nothing you can do, you know? You either stop the match or you keep going, and right. I, I just kept going that time. I, I kept going this time as well. So um, it was in the middle of the match, and I gave uh, the opponent um, – a code breaker uh-huh. and unfortunately when she took the code breaker she rolled over me um and i was rolling backwards so right. my hand was like this so it broke my forearm Ooh. the pressure broke my forearm so i knew as it was happening like it was a very slow like rolling back and i'm like oh my god oh my god and then it snapped oh it was really gross and um i mean but what are you gonna do like it's full sale. It's a dark match that, you know, I need to prove myself. Right. Because this was my first time ever wrestling in an NXT ring at full sale, which is so crazy. But I've never been an extra. Right. So I had never been in front of that crowd. I've never been in that ring. I've never wrestled in front of, you know, Triple H or any of those guys. So I I just kept going. That was just my instinct. Um, so I probably had about four minutes left of the match and we kept going and... I mean, I was winning, so I wanted to hit my finish and get that, you know, picture with my my hand raised. Oh my gosh, that! Well, I think that alone definitely proved to you know everybody that was watching, including Triple H, that because if you stop the match and you're like, oh my gosh, I brought, then that doesn't show. I mean, heart, right? You know, it still that's, sucks. Like that's the thing at the at the end of the day, like whatever you do, it's just going to come naturally, right? Like you're either going to stop because that's just the type of person you are, or maybe you're thinking about your safety or, you know, but I'm just not that type of person. And I never have been, Uh and I'm just going to keep going. And maybe that's not a good thing. And maybe it's not healthy, but I did it and I'm happy I did it. And I'm happy I was able to say that I did it because no one can say now that I didn't do it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, I think it went the other way 
then we might be talking and telling telling a different story. So exactly. now that happens, and now we fast forward a little bit towards WrestleMania. It's in New York. It's around your birthday. Your boyfriend now slash fiance decides to pop the question. Yeah. You don't understand. When I saw this on Instagram, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, we were best friends. Um, what was that? <laughs> did you know it was coming? Or, like, how did that happen? Well, I knew it was coming. One, because Matt, Matt cannot keep a secret. And he can't lie. Like, he's he's very terrible at that. And I don't blame him because I tell him everything. Uh-huh. It's like really hard to keep that secret. But I did not know it was coming that night on my birthday. I was very surprised. But I had already, like, bullied it out of him, and I knew he had a ring. <laughs> Wait, how did you bully it out of him? <laughs> it was so bad, but I bullied it out of him twice. The first time when he was going to look at the ring, uh-huh. I came home, and he was not in workout clothes. And him and I are, like, just always in workout clothes. Right. And he was in jeans and a T-shirt. And I'm like, where are you going? And he was like, I'm just going to run errands. I was like... Why would you be running errands in jeans and a t-shirt? Oh, no. When have you ever done that? <laughs> and I was being so sassy. And he was like, oh, I'm going to look at rings. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> so then the next day, we actually went together to look at rings. Okay. Um, and then maybe a month and a half later, I knew I knew that if he bought a ring on that day that we looked, it had to be about a month and a half later that it, that like he would have to pick it up. Right. So I'm re- I'm I'm seriously Nancy Drew. I can figure anything out. <laughs> so then uh, there was a there was a day when he was flying back home from the road. So it was a Tuesday. Uh-huh. He was flying back home, and all of a sudden he said like, "Oh, my plane got rerouted, and we're in Jacksonville." I'm like what that doesn't happen and I kept quizzing him and it turns out he was in Tampa picking up this ring and driving home but he had like I felt so bad because he had planned and and you know like been the mastermind of this whole scheme to pick up the ring so I wouldn't know and then I totally blew it (laughs) it's like you almost have to stick to your patterns when like when you're with somebody that kind of knows certain things so it happens in New York so you're like how does does he say come up to the roof or like what does how does this all transpire? So it was my birthday, so he let me pick a place to eat. But like every time I suggested somewhere to eat, he was like, Oh, I don't really want to go in that area. I want to go in this area. And I'm like, this is annoying. Because <laughs> now we're just gonna go to the steakhouse that you want to go to, but whatever. So we did go to the steakhouse <laughs> that he wanted to go to. Um, and that's why also why like I had no idea because he kind of let me pick this restaurant Uh um so we went to the restaurant he couldn't really eat anything I'm like oh man like he must be really tired we should just go back to the hotel instead of going out after um and he was like oh well I'm tired but like why don't we just go to this rooftop bar that I know of we'll have a drink and then let's just go home but at least we went out and said we did it right I was like okay (laughs) we're both so tired and uh, he takes me up to this rooftop, and then there it is. There's candles and, <gasps> like, string lights and everything. And I just had no clue. I thought we were going to, like, oh my some, gosh. some cute little New York rooftop bar. So how did he set that up? Because the pictures look amazing. So it looked like either a professional photographer or a really good friend who knows how to work a camera. One of the two. 
it was a professional photographer and um i believe those are the same people that like set everything up and got it ready and, and had the champagne ready and everything it was so cool Oh my gosh! Well, congratulations um, for you guys who you. don't I'm know. Taken woman. Oh, uh, there. Oh, that's beautiful. That's <laughs> nice. For you guys who don't know, Matt is Zach Ryder. I mean, you should know, but just in case you don't, just you know, for for the newbies. Um, so, <laughs> ha- is there a date planned as far as when the wedding's gonna be? We keep talking about the end of 2020, like maybe September um, or something, but it's so tough because. You know, he's from New York. I'm from Canada. We want it to be at a time when everybody can come. Right. And, I mean, when can everyone come? I I don't know. Like, we're just – we just keep tossing around ideas. We keep debating whether we should do a destination or Orlando because Orlando is a destination for all our families. So we are still deciding, but Disney is a huge – yeah, I noticed that you guys are in Disney quite a bit. Like how all the time. What do you do? You go on the same rides, or what's the what, what's the breakdown of that? Well, I've learned now from being with Matt that there there are plenty of options as to what you can do. So sometimes we'll just um, head towards Disney and we'll just go for you know a nice dinner and then we'll leave. Sometimes we'll go for dinner in like Space Mountain. Sometimes we'll go for a full day. Sometimes we'll park hop. Um, there are all sorts of things that you'll have to ask him about because okay. I'm just like along for the ride. <laughs> I, I seriously just jump, jump in the seat beside him and I'm like, okay, where are we going? Now, how do you guys work out your schedule? Cause, um, you have, you're at NXT and then he's traveling, he's on the road. So how often do you guys get to see each other? Yeah, it's tough. That's something like we've really had to work on with our relationship because when we first started dating, um, I was on the Indies, of course. I, I made my own schedule, and uh, he was out with a knee injury. Mm-hmm. So we had six months together of, like, just spending time and never being away. Right. Um, so right now, he gets home midday Tuesday and leaves Friday. Mm-hmm. But I am gone all day Thursday, all day Friday. Oh, no. So we see each other Wednesday and Tuesday night. Well, so what was the like when you got the kind of call saying, you know, we want you, the paperwork is done. What was Matt's kind of I'm, I'm assuming happy, but like, how was that like, hey, babe, by the way, we're at the same company now? Or how did that happen? He was so excited. I, I remember I was in um, L.A. and I had just done bar wrestling against Ivelisse. Oh, I remember. And uh Actually, I was at the airport in the morning, like very, very early in the morning. I was so exhausted. And he sent me a picture. He had opened my mail and it was the contract. (laughs) And he was like this. (laughs) Had this contract. I'm like, oh, my God, what is that? He's like, it's your contract. I'm like, oh, "Oh my my God, what? Like, wait, what? I didn't think that that's how it would happen. Right. But, um, But he was very excited because, you know, we had a lot of long long talks about what I wanted out of this industry Mm -hmm. and when it came down to it it was only WWE like no matter what I was given it was never enough right and and a lot there was a lot of like tears shed by me wondering why right why was I not asked to be in WWE why was I not asked to be in the Mayon Classic you know why didn't I get this tryout or this or that um so he's kind of been through it with me. So he was really excited. But then on the other hand, he knew like, okay, 
this is going to be a, a real stressor on our relationship. And I was like, no, it won't. No, it won't. It is. Oh, goodness. But, I mean, at least you're in the same house and now you're getting married. So that's... Right. Yeah. It, it all worked out. And at the end of the day, I wanted to be here and he wanted me to be happy. Right. You know, so it's so exciting to be in the same company and to, like, go to Hall of Fame with him and be able to be in the videos with him mm-hmm. and be able, you know, like speak openly about our relationship because we weren't really able to do that to an extent before. Really? Is that because you were with Impact or is just, that's just yeah. their fault? Oh, gotcha. You know, like they can't have me coming on WWE TV and I'm I'm signed to another company. It's just, it just doesn't look good for him or for me. Right. So do you think um, when you were done with Impact, they were kind of like watching you and then, you know, they're trying to pick the right time for you to come in? Or do you know what the story was behind as far as them, you know, choosing 2018 as your year? I, I don't know if when I left Impact, they even wanted me. I don't think they did because there's more to the story than just that. I actually left Impact contacted WWE there was no available positions at WWE and I actually had to essentially beg for a tryout oh wow and that would have been my third tryout and and I sent an email saying like you know I want to be here and if you're not just hiring me after I leave impact clearly there's something I need to show you right whether it's in the ring whether it's my personality whether it's my character whatever it is I will show you that as long as you give me this tryout and you will hire me. You will want me when you, when you see me. That was the email um, that you sent? Yeah. Well, oh my because I needed to at this point, it uh-huh. was like, I need them to know like that I'm, I'm not someone you want to overlook. Right. You know, and, and I've been, you know, I've done tough enough. I've had a couple of tryouts. I know how that company works mm-hmm. and you have to be confident in yourself for them to be confident in you. This is true. Uh, your your emails, like I've sent a lot of those emails before, so I'm like, oh my gosh, like we have the same type of personality. But the good thing is, like what I what I love the love the what I love about the fact that you're there is you have like a whole bunch of characters to choose from, and your mic skills are there. And there's certain things that I mean, everybody has to work on something. Nobody's perfect, but there's certain uh, certain skill sets that you already have that are going to be easier for you to, you know, transition into. So has there been, I mean, you're a few weeks out, so maybe, what, six weeks out or something like that as far as going back into the ring officially, do you think? Hopefully less. Okay. so I, I really hope it's only three weeks, but I don't know. It's so hard to tell because it is all about bending a wrist that yeah. will not bend. Yeah, so hopefully, so within the month, have you decided as far as like character wise, or have you talked to somebody there as far as like what you, what angle you're going, going to, to do? No, I haven't spoken to anyone and I just continue to kind of try out all sorts of different things. And you'll see like on my Instagram page, one minute I'm the hot mess, one minute I'm half and half, one minute I'm Chelsea, one minute I'm Chelsea with devil horns, one minute I'm like bubblegum baby face Chelsea, like there's all sorts of different things and I like that they feel confident enough in me to let me one night be a heel and one night be a baby face. Right. You know, that's like something that not a lot of people get the opportunity to do. And I'm lucky enough to be one of those girls that they've chosen yeah. to do that. Um, so, I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do. I could, like I say this all the time, I, I could 
come on TV and be a friggin' British librarian. Like, I, I think that I can play whatever part I'm given. Mm-hmm. We just have to decide what that is. And that's the huge difference between you and some other folks is the fact that you can play both. Because some people just, they, it, they can't. I mean, even if I they have, try. I have no shame. I do not mind if I'm embarrassed. If you know what I mean, and I think a lot of people they get embarrassed. They don't want to. They don't want to play a character that's not cute or not sexy or not good at wrestling. Like I'll play it all. I really don't care. Yeah. So we have some questions from the chat because it's kind of been blowing up. So okay. uh, Roxy Bronx, she asks, she asks, what's uh, your favorite non wrestling thing to talk about? Ooh, well, it's funny. I used to have 10,000 non-wrestling things to talk about, and now I'm just, like, consumed with wrestling. But I would say traveling. Okay. I, I, wish, I wish more people asked me about my travels and, like, kind of what I've done. Um, and hopefully with WWE, I get the opportunity to tell people. I, I mean, they travel quite a, quite a bit as well. Is there somewhere that you want to travel to that you haven't traveled to yet? Um, well, I just went to Thailand and crossed that off the bucket list. Um, my next trip, hopefully, is to hike Mount Kilimanjaro. Um, so, I was, yeah, I've spoken to a couple of my girlfriends about that in Canada, and there are two that is they're willing to do it with me. Oh, my gosh. So now I'm just kind of deciding when. Now, of course, that I've got this wedding coming up, I mean, I have to figure out, is it going to be before a wedding? Is it going to be after a wedding? I don't know. That training is like, that's al- you, altitude training is like key. It's a must. Because yep. yeah, it's I've I've heard I've heard stories. Yeah, it's a real deal. Yeah, definitely, definitely, you have to almost do like because um, I I went over there. I didn't do I didn't hike there, but I went over there and I was talking to some athletes there, and they said they essentially did training in uh, Denver to prepare for it. Yes, as far as altitude. So just make sure yes. you, you you do that. I'm gonna wear the mask. Uh, yeah, I've heard. I don't know. If they're. I mean, I see people doing so. Hopefully, it's, it's beneficial. Um, spite. Spiteful XX says or asks, uh, what is your favorite theme for WWE? Um, either what is your favorite theme for WWE uh, you, used, you used during NXT Live? I guess maybe what? like what type of um, characters that you presented oh. or personalities? Hmm. Well, I mean, I guess like something that I really love that I didn't get to explore enough on the indies was a split personality, a very like James McAvoy split character. Um, and I'm not sure how that would be presented, you know, whether it's like schizophrenic or whether it's uh, I come out and I'm always someone different. I don't know, but I would love, like, I would love to continue exploring that option. Yeah, you would be a really good ad- addition because I do cover the NXT after show for After Buzz. And it's just like um, they have the same group of characters on NXT live show. So you'd be a really good addition, especially with that split personality as far as yes. shaking up the locker room. So that yes, might... Yes, and it can go any way, you know? Yeah, that might be a really good uh, good um, thing to take care of or try. Um, as far as WWE, who would you like to compete against or who would you like your first feud to be against? I... Now, after being there for a little while, would love. I mean, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take away all the NXT UK girls because I obviously love Tony and I've never worked her. Love Ginny, I've never worked her. Um, Viper or mm-hmm. Piper now, yeah. And Kaylee Ray, those are four that I cannot wait to work. Um, but someone that I want to work in the locker room here would be Rhea Rhea Ripley because yeah. I've never worked her. She's so strong. 
Um, she can base. She can do it all. And I, I really think that she is going to be the next big thing. Okay. And then what about in the on the main roster? Ooh. I would say um, I would say Charlotte and Natty. Yeah, those and Natty, another fellow Canadian. I mean, right. Natty, fellow Canadian, and, like, can just do anything. And I think she'd be able to teach me a lot. Um, and Charlotte, because I, I think that we're very similar and, and similar build, similar height, some everything. So I, I think that we could have a really good match. Wait, how tall, how tall, how tall are you? I'm five, eight. And then Charlotte's five, eight too, or five, nine. Yep. Oh, she looks so much taller on, um, I know. on TV. She looks like she's like five, 10, five, 11. But you know what? Everyone used to say that to me when I was on Impact too. Like, wow, you're not a giant. Oh, okay. All right. I like that. Um, now, what's the first thing that you're going to do once you're cleared? Like, what what are you, you know, going to talk to management and say, here are the ideas I have, and this is what I'm thinking, or, you know, just go back to group training? What's, what's your first thing, like, once it's like, all right, you're good to go? I think I just want to get back in the ring and, like, the Florida shows and just – get back into my routine and my groove because I don't want to be like, I don't want to jump the gun on anything. You know, mm-hmm. you got to get back. You got to get, it's like dancing. You take a bit of time off or riding a bike, take a bit of time off. You got to get back on the bike, get going before you're going fast and you're like doing jumps. Yeah. Get your bearings. Right. Like, so I want to do that and, and get confident again. And usually that only takes me like two matches and I, I feel back to myself. Okay. Um, but the pressure is on at NXT and I want to make sure that I don't, you know, go and say that I can perform at this level when I'm only at this level, you know? Uh, what is the, oh, so women's wrestling fan, she asked what is, or he, what is the title of your entrance music, uh, in NXT? It sounds good on the recordings. Well, right now I don't have one. So there's been a couple that we've played with and we've had fun with. And there's a guy, um, at, NXT that has helped me kind of combine two, but uh-huh. um, we don't officially. I don't have anything, so if you listen to something, you might not even hear it again. Oh, okay, maybe can you? <laughs> yeah. use, the Google app might be able to. There's like a Google app where you play it, the music to it, and it, they'll be able to figure it out. But um, before we get going, um, we we have to do something called rapid hot tags. So I'm gonna ask you Women's some questions. Women's wrestling rapid hot tags. I'm gonna ask okay. you some questions, and you say whatever is the first thing that comes to your mind. So okay. always early or always late. Always early. Last person you text. Deanna. If you can listen to one album for the rest of your life, what would it be? I would say the Eagles. Uh, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Being invincible. Oh, I like that. Weekends or weekdays? Weekends. Costume parties or pool parties? Costume parties. I thought you were going to say pool parties for some reason. I, I know. know. <laughs> Everyone thinks that. And I love bikinis, but... I love costumes even more. We just never get to have costume parties because I'm freaking always away on Halloween. <laughs> Cubed ice or crushed ice? Cubed. Uh, late owl or early riser? Mm, late owl when Matt's home, but I, I prefer to be an early riser. Okay. Uh, what is the one thing that you love about yourself? My abs. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to add like a couple of S's. I was like, oh, okay. So absolutely. I, I agree with that. Um, who would play you in a movie? Ooh, um, I would say Eliza Dushku. Hmm, okay. Last show you binge watched? Oh, man. I binge watch all reality TV. So, like, very Cavallari, 
Vanderpump Rules, Keeping Up with the Kardashian, all the bad stuff. I love it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I was just watching Keep Up with the Kardashians yesterday, and it was it was quite interesting. It's like taking a a political turn of some sort. So it's yes. it's interesting to R- see that. Weird, right? Yeah. I but I mean, she's growing up. Uh, if you were a crayon, <laughs> what color would you be? Hmm, blue. Okay. And then uh, this week is a pay per view, so I just kind of want to get your opinion for uh, the Money in the Bank. Um, Becky Lynch, Lacey Evans, or Charlotte Flair? Who do you have? I'm going to go with Lacey because Lacey's my, my NXT girl. Okay. Do you think Becky's going to drop both belts or do you think she's going to retain one? Okay. So, and I was just thinking about this today. I was rewatching the segment from, um, from this week and I, I just, I don't know. I can't even make a prediction of, of how this is going to go, but I think that this will probably be one of the best women's matches that we see this year. Oh yeah, it's very intriguing, especially with um, with Lacey. How they presented Lacey, like I first I didn't understand it, but now I do. And yeah. um, she has, she just has something like a je ne sais quoi, where it's just like you love to hate her or you love to love her, but either way, she can you know hold her own. So definitely. Right, and what I love about her is just like her mic skills. Yeah, her mic skills are amazing, and it just makes everything she says. It's just like, oh, yeah, I love it. And you kind of know. I mean, obviously, you'd probably know her. Um, You kind of, to me, when I watch her, it's like it feels like that's not necessarily her, but she's so good at it that it could possibly be her. You know what I'm saying? It's like a hundred percent. I think she plays that character with a hundred and ten percent dedication. So uh, just in case people are not following you and you should for not only like motivation to get in the gym, but just, you know, (laughs) the journey itself, where can people find you? Oh man, I'm bad at this. I think on Twitter (laughs) at I'm Chelsea Green. Okay. And Instagram is definitely at Chelsea A Green, but forgive me if it's not at I'm Chelsea Green on Twitter. I'm sorry. (laughs) Just Google it. You'll, she's, she's there for sure. Oh my gosh. I am so, thank you so much for coming on. Um, and having the Skype, because last time we had Chelsea, I think you were dri- were you driving somewhere or something like that? No, I couldn't get my Skype to work on my okay. computer. And you know what? Since then, it has not worked. Oh. So I wasn't lying. That's the good oh, thing. Oh, well, now it does. Because I think and I think that, too, we might have only had like 20 minutes or something like that. It was like a really short interview because you had to go and do something. So thankfully, yes. we got we got all the information in, and I can't wait to see you on NXT. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, oh, your favorite uh, moment on at uh, WrestleMania? Ooh, um, well, you guys, if you didn't see it, my fiance won the tag team titles. So I would say that was my favorite moment because too. I got to go out and sit ringside. Oh, and the pictures were lovely. Okay, yeah, I, I, that, that should be the, the favorite moment. But thank <laughs> you so much for coming on. I look forward to seeing all the Instagram pictures and life I mean, you are just, I, I feel like I'm caught up with your life just via Instagram. So I love, I love being nosy, but like you put it out there for <laughs> folks. So, and just your, your, your rise, because this is only the beginning. I mean, it is. Thank you. Thank you, you for so having me. Work. And hopefully we can do this next year and I'll have way crazier stories to tell you. Yes. And in LA, hopefully, so we can get Maria in here too. So we'll see, yes. put that all together. So thank you so much. Uh, look to see you on NXT in a few weeks. Make sure that Thank wrist is all you. good. All right. So, folks, that was Chelsea Green. If you don't know her, then you sh- you should know her. I'm, I, you should know her. There's That's just no no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Um, thank you guys so much for watching the show. We really appreciate it. If you guys um, have any suggestions, I know people put that on um, social media as far as people to... Um, 
to have on the show, please tweet us at WPW Weekly on Instagram, and you can also hit us up on um, Instagram as well, Twitter and Instagram. As well, if you want to check out Evan, he's going to be back next week. You can check him out at Evan T. Max. Make sure you go and follow him, and you'll figure out everything that he's kind of doing with his life. Other than that, uh, thank you for watching the show. Make sure that if you are watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe, like, leave comments, definitely that. And then if you're listening on any of the other platforms, Spotify or iTunes, leave a comment. I'll always read that as well. You can follow me on everything at TK Trinidad. I thank you guys so much for watching the show. Without you guys, we wouldn't be the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Other than that, we will check you guys next week. Ciao, guys. From executive producers Kevin Undergaro, Maria Menounos, Phil Svitek, producer TK Trinidad, and me, Mark Donica, your voice of AfterBuzz TV Wrestling, we ask you to rate and comment on iTunes, subscribe to AfterBuzz Wrestling on YouTube, and find us on all social media. Thank you for watching Women's Pro Wrestling Weekly. See you next week. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.